Hey guys. Hi everybody. What's going down? Clearly yard work. Yeah, so if you hear that shit. Sorry. We're only human, you know. I have neighbors. We're not I, in studios. I live in a city. There's no soundproofing. Deal with it, alright? There's <laughs> also the fan coming in this way, which I clearly heard all throughout last oh, episode. I, I don't care. I'm I don't not, feel like sweating though. Me neither. So you I'm, can live with it. We're shiny, but let's just call it a natural highlight. Natural, naturally glistening. <laughs> He's nasty. Yeah, it's not nasty. All right. Um, um, so we you, didn't, well, I was gonna say I hope y'all have been having a good week. It's uh, yeah. is it Friday? Yes. The third. Today's the third of July. Listen, us recording. I worked this weekend at the hospital. <clears throat> don't be that asshole that comes in with detached fingers because you don't know how to fucking set off a fire thingy. What are they called? Fireworks. Thanks. Because they are illegal in Massachusetts. I did that shit last year. I was a month into my job and in front of me, I'm like, why is there blood? And it's because a guy was holding his fingers together because he blew his hand trying to light a... Ain't that the shit. I just hate it because it's a Saturday this weekend. So you know it's, it's going to be It's 4th of July. We're short. Staffed. Yep. Can't wait. So don't be stupid. They were, they were like on the news, like, if you hear something, say, say something. something. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't matter if I say something. They're going off in every direction. Like, you're, yeah. it's not going to. And they say to call 911. Like, you're really yeah. going to clog up the fucking operator. Yeah, they will. Because, because, oh my God, I hear fireworks. I don't know where they are. It's because, oh, I know exactly where they're coming from. But it's becoming a problem. It's every fucking night. Every night since June. Do you know what it's like living in New Hampshire where they're not illegal? <laughs> it's a, well, and you hear the, um, the gun range, which is like down oh a couple streets God. from us. So you hear artillery fire every Sunday morning. <laughs> Damn, you guys are more hood than we are. <laughs> it's just controlled. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, it's controlled oh, and licensed. God. But yeah, that's fucked up. That's not fun. Okay. Can't do anything. But um, before we get into our not lot of shit. No. To go over. Um, we have our social. If you want to follow us at Wham617 uh, on Facebook and Instagram. We share a lot of like song of the week type stuff and anything we're interested in. Or if we buy cool shirts, you know. I know those are very scarce, but it happens every once it in a while. Happen. I just like how like I look into our page and there's like an aesthetic of order. Yeah. And I don't like to disrupt that, but I and guess... That- can't be perfect all the time. It bugs me. But, um, and we also have our website at wickedawkward.com. Awesome recaps so. and links. And, and guess our... what? You get song of the week a couple days early if you... Oh, no. No, not really. Because <laughs> Amanda's bad at doing it all time. Uh, did you see me? I put up song of the week on Monday along with the soundbite. That shit was supposed to go up on... It's fine. Friday. It's fine. Don't mind me. I just showered. Doesn't she look beautiful? Not cute, but clean. Very clean. Very clean. Yeah, no corona here. <laughs> no, no corona here. It's been um, nice having a couple of days off. All right, so which one would you like to talk about first, Missy? Um, <laughs> I just, I look, I, we we know last week I went on that gigantic rant for oh. The Last of Us Part 2, and um, I think what I love most about this game is that there is this continuation of a conversation happening. I've, (laughs) I I put myself in the middle of some really bad situations on Facebook uh, with the community. Yeah, it was a bad idea. Javi was like, you stupid. Why did you even 
because you can't. Because I had to speak up. I had to speak up. I know, but you—they never learn. They're so dumb. Is it the red pill? Is that what we decided? In the Matrix. Yeah. I, t- I literally started talking to this one. And I was like, dude, the Last of Us community—they need to take the fucking what's that red? Is it the red pill, the reality pill from the Matrix? They need to fucking take that. Regardless, so safe to say that for the past two weeks, my life has only been revolving around the Last of Us. Um, we were supposed to get two. Uh, the collector's edition and then Ellie's edition, which came with like the book bag and all that stuff. Oh, that's right. And the fuckers. I think it was a scam. I feel so bad. Javi lost almost $250 because they're like, oh, your order's been canceled. We're sending you your money back. But Javi had ordered it with his last card. He has a new card now. Ooh. How fucked up is that? I, would I was they like, would give you like credit or something. I was like, well, you should email them and let them know that you had made the purchase. It was canceled and you have a new card, but they've not gotten back to him yet. So he's like, I think I lost that money. That sucks. It does. Um, That's tough. So other than that, I got some new headphones. Yay. Yeah. Some I, it beats. literally, I love the Beats box though, because it this, looks like an engagement box. This episode is not sponsored. No. But it's these little guys, and uh, they're a lot of fun. I I'm like them. Inter- I'm interested you got in the army green. Well, because it matches my phone. My phone's green. Oh. I didn't know that Beats was owned by Apple. That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't, but I also didn't know that. I didn't know that. No. Oh, well. Alright. <clears throat> so, back to the shit that I fa- Stop. I know. Trust me. It was on a credit card. We're <laughs> no, not- they are getting the money. Oh, yeah. Dude, no, they're super high tech. Like, yeah. the, the AirPods... I can use this side, but I can't use this side because I have a Daith and my, and my, yeah, and my other, my Tragus pierced, so it just won't stay. But even, like, I put in the AirPod for this side, and eventually I feel it's slipping out and it falls out. These, I could run for my life and they'll still be put. Exactly. That's why. It's nice. Anyway, uh, I'll I'll save my thoughts to myself. Because Apple with the, the, you know, I, I don't know. Well, we have the first ones, not the yes, pros, and the pros are supposed to stay in a little better, Oh, but these are so but much still. better than the pro, but they're wicked overpriced for sure. Yeah. They are, but anyway. sound quality is amazing. Um, so with all of that, all I got to watch was Athlete A, which is a one hour, 45 minute documentary on Netflix, and then I watched Den of Thieves. Um, do you want me to just bang out both? Please do. Because I know you have something that you really want to get into. So, Athlete A is about this doctor that had worked for USA Gymnastics for, like, 30 years. And it wasn't until recently that he was finally arrested and then convicted of... It was all over the news. Yeah, apparently so. Um, Convicted of, like, rape and molesting girls and... You know what I mean? Because he was, like, the gymnast, the The Olympic doctor. doctor, yeah. And he had, like, videos. This is the part that surprised me the most, is that he had educational videos on the web, and you can clearly see, like, the parents, lawyers were all saying, like, you can clearly see that what he was doing was inappropriate, and the familiarity that he had with the girls, like, he would, like, lift their legs and just start, like, she's, she's 13, bro. Stop doing that why was he videotaping them for educational purposes is what he had educationally said. getting off at yeah i don't know but um once he was arrested there they found like uh child pornography in his house and it was like i don't even want to quote the number because words, it was a ridiculous number yeah and he 
I think at the time of his arrest, other girls had tried to come forward, but the USA Gymnastics Company would never report it. They would try to solve it themselves, and that would mean, like, an internal investigation, basically sending an email like, hey, this and this person found this inappropriate, like, stop doing it, or we're going to say that you were mentally ill at that time, and we're going to back you, basically. Scumbags. So... Every corporation ever. So, what was great is that this guy... I'm leaving out a shit ton, clearly. I think y'all should just watch it. Um, What was great is that, you know, eventually... So many reports were made, and it caught the ra- it it caught the eye of a small um, newspaper. Yeah, right. Ain't that always the case? Yeah, and yeah. they kind of just pushed and pushed, and mm-hmm. the right lawyers were brought in. And at his hearing and sentencing, he got two consecutive sentences of sixty years, and then still not enough. A hundred, I think it was like a hundred and twenty-five girls that he had either molested or whatever he had done were able to basically speak out. So we got like the, they call it the the longest and the largest tongue lashing in court history. So on top of like two 60 year sentences you got to hear from 125 girls what a piece of shit you were. Yeah. And then Um, I think up to today there is like up to 500 girls who have come forward. Fuck me, God. Yeah, disgusting. That's and disgusting. Apparently, he was like really nice and charismatic. I Aren't did. they always? <laughs> I am so weary of charismatic people. I'm just like, you're a serial something. Yeah. You do bad things. I'm convinced you do bad things. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I'm so suspicious of Fucking everybody. Bundy. <laughs> Whoa, my God, it's so bad. It's, it's um terrible. Yeah, and I guess like, it it followed. Oh, I wish I could remember her name. She was, like, second behind Simone. You know, the little black girl that's, like, on it? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I, I, I never watched the Olympics, but I remember watching it that year that she yeah. was, like... So, apparently, the girl, one of the girls that had most recently come forward was, like, second behind Simone. And she was, like, a shoe-in for the Olympic team. And because she came forward... They didn't even let her... Like, you have to try out for the Olympic team, yeah. and they didn't even let her try out. That's dirty. Isn't that That's awful? That's the shit. What the hell? So now she does the... The... It's like the college... Like how they have the NCAA... Oh, yeah. It's, like, that type The of, college level type Yeah, of that's, that's where she's competing, because she, it just, like, it broke everything in her and she's like her jesus christ it took the one thing that i loved and it completely destroyed it and unfortunately it's like humongous corporations versus this one little person yeah like how are you supposed to win yeah that's it and you know what was interesting that they said was that like back when the olympics first started it was women competing and in gymnastics it's always girls Mm -hmm. and when you really think about like the olympics in all sports the, is this the only sport where it's, like, children competing? It's one of the few because, yeah, it, and I think it has a lot to do with, like, the athletic ability or whatever. Yeah, they say that because they're so small, like, Simone is, because she's so small, she can do all these things yeah. and because she's lighter, but it's just, like... And the flexibility is It better. should be... They're competing with adults at adult level. Like, this is very militant, like, the whole thing. And the USA gymnastics team was, um... 
was being run by those two. They were uh, from Romania or Russia. Mm. And in Russia, like, the girls who competed back then, when they were still in Russia, these two coaches were like, oh, like, that, I think it was Romania. They're like, oh, the Romanian team, like, those girls were always, like, so serious and just so, like, robots. And it was their team was the first team to ever put a 13-year-old on the team. And that 13-year-old that year won. Yeah. Got the gold. That's because they're, like... So after that, it's just been, like... And I feel like it's just going to keep getting younger. Mm -hmm. And that's, like... And these poor kids don't have lives. No, they're like, all homeschooled. They train their whole fucking Eight hours lives. a day in the yeah. gym. That's a fucking full-time job. It just... It was... The whole thing was sad. I mean, impressive with the girls and what they were doing and the things yeah. that they could do. But... Sad and disgusting. The, the pressure, the amount of work that they put the them through. That's it's like... Ugh. And it's like when you're a kid and the doctor's like, Oh, yeah, we're going to do these leg stretches. And then he fucking diddles you. You're like... I guess this must be part of the stretch. Do you know what he was doing? What? No glove. He was saying that it was to fix the coccyx, which is your tailbone. Yeah. Sticking his finger in their butts. And there was, like, anal penetration with these girls saying that he was trying to fix their coccyx. And then, like, the, the, the police would interview them, and he was using all this huge medical terminology, and then he'd be like, oh, you know, you're not gonna understand, so it's we're just exactly. going to skip over there. And yep. the, the cop is just like, bring it down to a level where I can't understand. Give me a visual, bro. Yeah, no. He had an excuse for everything until he didn't. What a fucking scumbag. Piece of shit. Yeah. It's gross. But that's what I watched. Thank God he's uh, never getting out. I know. And he's like older, so. I hope you die. Painfully. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, he's probably in solitary confinement. Actually, you know what? No, I hope you don't die. I hope you suffer. But that's what I'm saying. He's probably in underprotective custody. Fuck that. Put him in gen pop. Nice. And just guards. Take a break. Yeah. Just take a break. Everybody go at it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go take a break over there. Yeah. And not watch you destroy yeah. this man. Don't do anything you're not supposed to while these cameras are off. Yeah. Ten minutes. Click. Yeah. That's yeah. what they should do. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, but it was it like a good document. Like it was... Besides the disgusting part. It was. It just opens your eyes. Because nice. I would have never. You know, though, I always wondered, like, anytime I watched the Olympics and there was, like, the gymnastic portions and there was any dude hugging on any of these little girls, I that always made me feel uncomfortable. Yep. It was weird, right? It always is. I'm just like, um, yeah. why don't these girls have girl coaches? Yeah. Yeah, no, it skewed me out. It's always bit. some big burly dude or some old man, and, and they're just like trying, to, yeah, and trying to hug these girls and rubbing their backs and kissing their faces, and I'm just like, here, let me just massage your thighs real quick for you. Yeah, go I'm all set. Like, yeah, I don't think I could ever put my kids in sports after something like that. No, I'm all set. Yeah. That's um, that's hefty. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I watched was Den of Thieves. Wait, what? How many wickets would you give the doc? Oh, um, I'd give it a three. Alright. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it's good that it was an hour and 45. If it had been episodes, I feel like it would have been a little more riveting. Yeah? But I think that they just wanted to get the story out there, and they did a really good job at doing that. Okay. Yeah. Alright. For the purpose of what it was. Yeah. Um. Den of Thieves. Yeah. Oh, Athlete Eight's on Netflix. Den of Thieves is also on Netflix. So I remember watching the trailer for Den of Thieves of... I don't know. But it was like back in I 2018. It, yeah. But never. I'll tell you one thing. I definitely watched this movie for the cast. 
And they are. Oh, so we got Gerard Butler. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Scottish. Um, Pablo Schreiber. Do you know who he is? He's porn stash. From yeah. Orange is the New Black. You I know I always I say that. It, but he okay. was he yes. was in defending Jacob. He was yes. the other lawyer. Yes. Listen. Porn stash wears he obviously has a porn stash. And he's, Orange is the New Black. Yes. And he's a little he's got a dad bod going. And he's got really weird hair. And you think he's so gross the whole time. And then all of a sudden, you meet Pablo and you're like, damn, but who is this? Yeah. Fucking hottie. What do you He's got a schnoz on him, but he's kind of hot. I don't know what he's doing, but it's working for me. All right. All right. Then we got O'Shea Jackson, who is um, Ice Cube's son. Uh, Did you confirm that? Yes. I, okay. It looks just like him. Oh, okay. How could That's you? cute. Yeah. Why isn't it O'Shea Cube Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I know. I know. Just saying. I can't stand you. Oh. <laughs> Um, then we have 50 Cent, which I don't think I've ever seen him in a movie, but I know he's on other things. Oh, he's in, um, Escape Plan with, uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Nope. That's a good one. Um, Maurice Compte, who was in Mayans, he plays, um, Easy and Angel's cousin mm-hmm. in season one before his tragic demise. <laughs> uh, Evan Jones... Who is in the town. He was also in um, was 8 Mile Road. Yeah. He was the guy that got shot his own dick off. Oh. That guy. Okay. And then um, Mo McRae, who was um, Tyler, I think, in SOA. He was leader of the... That's pretty solid. Towards the end of SOA, he was a leader of the Niners. So, all very familiar faces. All faces that, when put together, I was like whoa yeah. what are we doing here and it just it really intrigued me or even gerard butler i haven't seen anything with him in it yeah this movie was uh not good just go watch the town <laughs> well yeah because it's a bostonian film so it's there's like a huge twist at the end but it's like when when the twist came you were just like really did you see it coming because you're like psychic. so I parsh so the whole thing is is that Gerard Butler's the cop and then you've got um Pablo O'Shea, fifty cent, Maurice, Evan and Mo are a crew and they are basically in LA it starts off with like every so many days and it breaks it down to like every forty five minutes a bank in LA is robbed. So they basically make a plan to rob a what was that movie? With uh, Katie Holmes. And that old lady, and Queen Latifah. <sighs> oh, oh, money, money heist. Not That's the huge. Spanish show on Netflix, but I think it was called. Yeah, the where Stand. they work at the place where they shred the money and they make yeah. new money. Yeah. So they were they were trying to break into that. They were saying like this is like impossible to break into and blah blah blah. But before that, it opens up with them robbing an armored truck. Okay. And it caught the eye of Gerard Butler, like his team was put on it, and they thought it was weird because the armored truck was empty. Dun dun dun! It was empty. So then, you find out that the purpose of stealing the armored truck is to be able to break into the place where they make the money. And they basically make this huge plan, like we're going to pose as these workers, and we're going to take the money that they're about to shred and that's what the money we're going to steal because apparently the serial number that's on those bills gets erased and then they get put to shred. 
Uh, but it's not counterfeit. It's real money. Right. It's just no longer a valid bill. Like, right. it doesn't have any... It doesn't hold any substance. Yeah. So, that's what their plan is. They go through with it until, you know, Gerard's, like, on their ass. And there's, like, a couple of schemey things there. And Sounds then... familiar. O'Shea is, like, you know, he gets caught by Gerard. And he's basically spilling the beans as to the plan. Telling them everything. And... And then the twist happens, and you're like, oh. Okay. Can I guess what the twist is? Go ahead. Is Gerard in on it? No. Oh. I thought that's what the twist would have been. Someone's a cop in the Den of Thieves. No. Oh. Why is it called Den... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Why is it called the Den of Thieves? <laughs> never mind. Do you want me to tell you? I kind of do, just because it doesn't sound like I'd watch it. Spoiler alert! I think you should watch it for the cast, but I just don't think... Okay, anyways. So, you find out towards the end... That O'Shea has his own crew of people, and they went to Pablo to pull this heist together, but O'Shea was going to throw Pablo's crew under the bus. So, all of Pablo's crew... That's a spoiler alert, right? Yeah. They all dead, and O'Shea's the only one that got away with all that money. For his crew. For his crew. And the whole time, you're thinking they're just one big crew. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's Pablo, 50 Cent, Maurice, Evan, and Mo that are their own crew. And then O'Shea has his own crew with, um, with, uh, Samoan guys. It's, okay. like, a bunch of Samoan guys. Yeah. And he's, like, a bartender, and he tends to work in bars where cops go. So he's got laid-out plans Watch the town. <laughs> Just watch the fucking town. It's, there's so much more substance in the story of the town. Yeah. Than this, like, Surface these level. bank robbers are gonna go rob the bank. And then they, oh shit, half the crew died. And oh, it's because this dude was smarter than all the other ones. But yay, Gerard Butler's in it. Yeah, I... Uh, Did he have an American accent? Yeah, and, and you know what? It. He was a fucking chain smoker, an alcoholic, borderline abusive, like a total... Asshole? No, a cliche of a cop. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck, man? This is ridiculous. I hate cliches. I made a huge mistake. So, Evan Jones and Mo are not even in Pablo's crew. They're the cops. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I might watch it. Because I do like the sound of that cast. I'll, I'll give it a... How many I'll, wickeds? I'll give it a three because of the cast. Story-wise, it's like a two. Uh, yeah. I hate that. I'm sorry. I should have... I just remembered it. Yeah. Gerard Butler, Evan Jones, and Mo McRae, they the were cops. the cops. And then Pablo O'Shea, 50 Cent, and um, Maurice, I think. Yeah. It's, not, it's like um, when I watched Triple Frontier on Netflix. The cast oh was amazing, goodness. but the story was like, eh, eh. <sighs> I wanted to watch that. I know, because it's like Ben Affleck and Charlie I feel Lundell like I have this wrong. Hold on. Pablo is Ray Merriman, Donnie Wilson, Ensign. I think they were they were the crew, along with um, Bo, who's Evan Jones. Yeah. And then Mo McRae, Maurice, yeah, Borracho. And um, Gerard Butler were the cops. Cool. So basically, like a cast of like six awesome actors, and you split them in three, and that's your gang and your or your crew and your. Yeah. It was alright. Eh. It was okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I just introduced you to Warrior Nun, and we're gonna watch that for next week. So if y'all 
get on that on Netflix. It's 10 episodes. It looks fucking amazing. Yeah. So just please try to watch it so that when we discuss it next week, there's no spoiler alerts because, you know, we're going to... That's your homework. <laughs> yeah, we're going to spoil it. That's so. your ram homework. Yes. So do so. So now you have some... What is this HBO documentary? So I got to give mad props. I'm so sorry. Fucking leaf blowers going on. Anyway, I have to give HBO a lot of praise because they've kind of been known throughout their existence yeah for having good documentaries right yes and i feel like the ones they've been pumping out recently have been amazing amazing yes <laughs> fuck me man especially the true crime ones right yeah so sorry your hair's like curled there. It always does that. <laughs> um, so I found one that just started this past Sunday. So again, it's the same. It's this another six-part series. So you have to wait a week to see episode two. I know it sucks, but it's intriguing enough that you will want to watch the subsequent episodes. So the whole documentary it is called "I'll Be Gone in the Dark." It is based on one woman's journey to discovering the identity of a serial rapist and murderer from California area in the 70s and 80s. And he was dubbed the Golden State Killer. Oh! I know what you're talking about. Yes? Yes. Okay, because I sent it to you and I was like, I'm watching yes! this. Yes, yes, yes. I remember. So I watched the first episode and... Basically, it follows, um, she's a crime junkie, and she was starting to write a book about her journey of trying to figure out who this Golden State Killer is. Wait, but is she, like, a journalist or a cop or anything? Or? No, she's not. She's like you and me? She's like you and me, so but she writes, like, she went to school for creative writing, so she, how she started was a blog called truecrimediary.com, which I think is still up, okay. and she would basically take these cases and almost, like, solve them herself. Or, like, be interested in them. But she would create stories out of them. Like, put it in a, like, she walked up the path. And like, he give was it a little fiction the, to yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So, and because of that, her blogs kind of got more views and more views and more views. So, she was damn good at what she was doing, pretty much. Okay. So, her journey began, um, her name is Michelle McNamara. And, unfortunately, she's deceased now. Um, she began this journey, but then in 2016, she unfortunately accidentally overdosed on some prescription, um, prescription she was given for atherosclerosis. Uh, yeah, that's, um, your arteries are yeah, clogged. Yeah, so unfortunately she passed away in So it wasn't sleep. even like she was a junkie, she just took nope. one too many yep. Damn, that sucks. Isn't that sad? Um, so, but her husband is Patton Oswald who is a comedian. He was on King of Queens. He also does a voice of Remy in Ratatouille. Do you remember? Oh, you know that guy? Um, I know who you're... T I yeah. think so, yeah. And they were married. So, with, along with him and a crime writer named Paul Haynes and an investigative journalist named Billy Jensen, they finished her book for her. Almost. And they took all of her, like, investigative work, the interviews she did, the videos she made, everything, and just kind of, like, finished the book for her. And nice. it came out two years ago. So, and I actually remember picking it up once in Barnes and Noble and being like, oh, I already have a pile that's a hundred bucks, so I can't, I can't yeah, get I this know, pod back. Have... Um, but basically this woman kind of dedicated her life to solving this crime because of this dude, this killer, 
in the 70s and 80s, he started out as breaking into homes and raping women. Over 50 cases. But, and they Christ. had no clues, no idea about who it was. Zero suspects. Well, back then there wasn't a system like we have now. Right. And he eventually graduated to murder, and he did, I think, a total of 12. <laughs> like they always do. Yeah. So, again, she was going on this journey, um, and it all started for her when she picked up a book called Sudden Terror, I believe, um, by a retired cop, and he's the one that worked on the case. Mm -hmm. um, so he's got all the inside info, and she's like, why is there nobody in jail for this? There's, like, 50-plus rape victims, and there's nothing. Yeah. There's no face, to no name, and it's funny because he actually, before he was, she dubbed him the Golden State Killer. But before that, like in news reports, they called him the East Area Rapist slash Original Night Stalker. So they uh, okay. they originally they put those acronyms together and it, they refer to it as Ear Ons. So whenever they talk about it, they say Ear Ons. They, okay. They're talking about the guy. And I was like, is this guy still like on the lam? Mm -hmm. Because her book came out before he was arrested because well, they he, officially found him. They did. They did. But I, I wonder if the documentary is going to go into it. Because we only saw the I only the first episode, right? So yeah. So, so when was he captured? Twenty eighteen. Was he, he old? He he was seventy four. <gasps> or he's seventy four now. Excuse me. Because there was um, news about him just a few days ago. Because he officially, and it shows images of him in the courtroom with oh his lawyers, God, I need to see and this. they're all wearing face shields because of Corona. What? Oh! Yeah. Fucking Corona! So, uh, June 29th, which was literally just a few days ago, um, he officially admitted his guilt to all the rapes, all the murders. I'm getting chills. Yeah. Uh, and I totally fucking didn't write his name down, but, uh, you'll see it right. <gasps> Is that him? Yeah, he's old as fuck. Joseph James D'Angelo. Yep, that's his name. Um, so basically from 74 to 86, he broke into 50 homes and raped women. Um, however, it was how he went about it. 13 counts. Yeah, that he, he wasn't even indicted for all of them. Oh, pleaded guilty to 26 charges, though. But he admitted guilt for all of them. But you can't really arrest him, like... Oh my god! That's the one. Hold on, let me see. It's like I an can... old man I can't even in an zoom orange in. jumpsuit. I'll just screenshot this, and then you can, um, yeah, put that's it on the, the article recap. I was reading. Um, okay, good. And, alright, so basically, 74 to 86... Mostly teenagers, young 20s women. I think the youngest was 15 years old. Mm. Um, but he was a peeping Tom and would, not for shits and giggles, but to plan his attacks. So he would be watching families. He would be calling them to see when people are home. So he knew their schedules. He would even break into their apartments to hide his ligatures. He used shoelaces to tie them up. So he would hide them in their house so that when he did go break in to rape them, he already had his things in their house. Oh, God. Like, that's how smart he was. He always wore a ski mask. So all the sketches show a man, like, in a, in a ski, ski mask. mask. I did see that. Um, Like, climbing into windows. And if there was a husband or a significant other in the room with the girl, he would tie him up Um, and basically coerce them to be like, if you move, I'm going to kill you. If you leave, I'm going to, you know, kill your yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. But my favorite, this little tidbit, kind of makes it, like, even interesting for me, is that he would go in the, for one case, he would go into the kitchen, he would put dishes on the man lying down on the bed, and be like, if I hear those dishes rattle, I'm gonna kill you. Or, I'm gonna, excuse me, I'm gonna kill your wife. Okay. And so he would, 
very like manipulative of them yeah. right but one thing that killed me is that he would rape them go inside hang out in the house and then when they think that he's gone he would come back out and be like haha just kidding i'm here let me rape you again oh my god and they would go back in the house and just like chill see i just spit everywhere i didn't see it he would go in and chill and then go back and like rape them so he would like stay there for several hours and oh just my god and then just when they think he's gone he's still fucking there so, you can imagine the psychological fuck-up that happens to them because I of this. I would move out I, of the country. So, it basically, ha- it started in Sacramento, California, but then it radiated out to different areas of California, hence Golden State Killer. I wonder if they're going to go into this man's life. Because that's where I always want to, like, that's, I need to know. I need to, what happened to you? Well, let me, let me tell you, because um, when I looked this dude up on Wikipedia, it... List, it goes into his backstory a little bit, and I'm like, up, oh, like in Mind Hunter, that's where it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me bring this up real quick. But look at how many dudes, how many names he has. Oh God. East Area Rapist, Night Stalker, Original Night Stalker, Eron's Golden State Killer, East Side Rapist, Vesalia Ransacker, East Bay Rapist, Diamond Knot Killer. Like, here's where the fuck up started, right? So. When he was seven years old, or excuse me, when he was nine or ten, he witnessed his seven-year-old sister getting raped. And I feel like that was his trigger point. Yo, but, like, how do you go on to rape others? Like, how do you not go on to try to... She was raped by two airmen in a warehouse in West Germany where they were stationed at the time. And he saw it. And That's why, because it was airmen. Not only that, but he also went to college. Well, he also served in Nam for about a year so there there's another thing but guess what he went to school for oh god criminal justice of course became a cop so he has all that knowledge there's always an interest in the you see see mine hunter just tells all so not only that but then when he i think he got kicked out or something he got or he retired or something and then he became a mechanic so the background is there you know, his and that's why he got away with it for so long. Exactly. Disgusting. And you know how they caught him? Don't Two say a broken ago. taillight, I swear no. to God. <laughs> DNA. It was DNA? Because in 2016, the FBI, along with, like, the California local police, they brought it, they were almost, like, renewing the case, almost, and being like, hey, 50 grand reward for anybody with information about the Golden State Killer from 70s and 80s, and based on DNA... They, uh, they because, found him through genealogy websites. Because back then, the only, as far as, like, bodily fluids and blood could take you was, like, blood typing yep. and then tell you if it's a man or a female. Yep. That's as far as you went. That's what they, they knew. They knew his blood type. They <laughs> He probably never thought that science was going to advance. No. Yeah. And uh, that he had a char- characterist- characteristically small penis. So that's what all the women reported. And I even read that when he was being indicted a couple years ago, uh, some of the victims were in the audience in the courtroom. Pencil dick! And and when the, I I think it was the prosecutor mentioned that, this one woman goes, yep! Oh no! (laughs) So do you imagine? Listen, I'm not trying to make this any smaller or less traumatizing ever, but could you imagine getting raped by a guy with the smallest dick in the world? But it makes sense, though, because he's you know trying to compensate. I, would, I feel like I would laugh. Kind of like in American Horror Story Asylum, <laughs> when that big, tall dude... What's his name? I don't know. 
was trying to rape the other the nympho and she just like what happened to your penis yeah. and started laughing like that and then i would die yeah but i guess he was like super manipulative so i mean talk about overcompensation your, yeah no so um so yeah he had the police training he had so his his signature was more, cock. more yeah there you go he would have that was sort of like his trademark was every the ski mask married nothing? he was married a couple times but the marriages never worked out. Because of a small dick. <laughs> Probably. Um, and he does have a couple daughters, but... Oh, God. Then daughters. Oh, yeah. those poor girls. So, he Oh, my God. Smart. I hope he never touched them. I don't know. But he was smart, like, how he patrolled. And they, um... And then, so the documentary is all about Michelle McNamara's journey to find this dude, right? Based on internet shit. And she went with somebody else, like, an investigative journalist, to go to the actual, like, neighborhoods where it happened. Okay. And you could see, like, how connected all the houses were. Mm. Like, this house and that house on the adjacent street, you could reach by, like, their backyard fences. So that's how the police knew it was somebody local. Because they knew how to get around without being seen. And it's funny because they said, you know, around that time, people would report hearing people jumping over their fences at night. And it was always... And so they think it's this guy peeping into people's houses to kind of case them before he goes in and rapes them. (sighs) So it's so, like interesting and con like there's so many girls it's like 50 plus and then they haven't even touched on the murders yet because it was just the first episode oh my god but poor michelle is i wish she was here to still talk about it but no just they, to see where this all is so the, the two dudes the investigative journalist and uh, when the did she die 16 oh so she wasn't even around to see him get arrested or nothing nope. But Patton Oswalt, her, her husband, um, is in on, like, the interviews and stuff. So he's giving us, like, the, like, her emotional state at the time and how, like, obsessed she was about true crime and how they met and everything. It really, so it's really, like, cute. if you let it, it will take over. Bailey Sarian, who I follow on um, YouTube. YouTube, she had to take, like, three weeks off because she's like, I go down these rabbit holes. And these are things that are already solved. Yeah. But she's like, I get so overwhelmed and so consumed that it's like, I forget to live my life because yep. I'm so focused on this shit. And it's just like... Yeah, um, he, he does mention that Michelle would stay up until, like, 2, 3 a.m. just working. And she's just, like... Totally focused. Totally focused. I mean, they did have a daughter, and she's cute as hell. Um, yeah. So she was a regular, like, fit, you know, mom wife it just sucks because yeah, but i know she was she's like us where we just thrive on this information like i this, know it's awful it sucks that she's not here to like see him arrested but i know it's and this was like partly huge because of her part yeah so definitely the documentary is focusing on her her investigation and then of course the investigation at large right. about all the cases and she would go to the crime scenes like when he graduated to being a murderer yeah <laughs> um she would go like one was at a beach she would go to the beach and she videotaped what she was doing and yeah she was committed <sighs> imagine so, if she had actually been a cop she would have been or a detective damn de- detective yeah <sighs> it sucks so many dudes would be behind and it's, bars and they went in to even say that she's like she was such an introvert um mm-hmm. and how when Patton would have like uh Hollywood premieres for like the movies he was in she would of course go with him but then she's standing in the back like with a black dress not really she doesn't she doesn't want to be the center of attention she's that one that just wants to 
observe. I support you from back here. Yeah, she wants to observe everybody and listen and just see what's happening. Ooh, I'm like that too. Me too. So I was like, this this is me. That, yeah. That could be me. That could easily be. Oh my God. Don't you ever get arthrosclerosis, okay? <laughs> I, I, no promises. Oh. But, um, it's, again, that was only one fucking episode, but it was just. So good. It was so good, and I cannot wait to see, like, how far they go into it if they go up to. They must. I would assume so, yeah. And oh, I'm, I'm sure she's now nicely, you know, resting happily knowing he's behind bars. I fucking hope she knows and that. And because he's old as shit. That's why they didn't do the death penalty, because he's like, he's going to die in less than 10 years. Again, yeah. can we just stick him in gen pop and turn the camera? Exactly. Off? However, they did say that when he was being indicted um, a few days ago, the victims, you know, everybody was remarking at how frail he looked and he needed help to get, you know, get out of his chair. But what I read in he that- He didn't need fucking help to jump those fences. Back 40 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. He's Fucker. almost 80. So? No, but um, that article that you were looking at goes into detail how when they were investigating him recently, they would have detectives following him, and he would be out riding his motorcycle. He was a very active man, and so the I victim's like, that's doing. a fucking show. I see what you're doing. Well, you're an old, frail man now. You piece of shit. Yeah. So, isn't that like... Ugh, Gross. That's disgusting. But why put on a show if you're just going to admit it? So that he doesn't get the death penalty. You're gonna he's an die anyways. Oh my god. I know. But yes, he, he, like, he admitted it. Disgusting. Isn't that... But ain't that the shit, though? You could get... You think you can get away with all that shit back in the day? He fucking did! That's the whole point! I know. And only when you're... Or they've already died, and they're like, oh, it was this guy. Because of DNA. Oh my god. That's like when... Or if they even say, like, oh, he's been in jail. And died in jail. Yeah. Oh, that's like um, the podcast I listened to, Bear Brook, the one that happened in New Hampshire that I yeah. told you about maybe a while ago. The I guy they were suspecting f- fucking died before they could pin in it on him. I hate that shit. But the case is so like... Isn't that fucked up? Like, even though, like, let's say that they had already died or they've been in jail and died in jail, they've been in jail. Like, it's still not... There's no satisfaction. There's no closure. I don't know how to. I don't like saying satisfaction, but it, that's the only word that comes to mind. Yeah. Like, knowing they got their due. No, they died before they even got caught. Fuckers. Oh my god. I know. That. You know what I think about when I when I hear shit like that is the Atlanta child murders. I think about that shit oh, yeah. all the fucking time. Yep. All the fucking time, I think about that shit. And how it's still not so. No, we need to catch up on that. I was just gonna ask you something. I wish they kind of elongated that docu-series that HBO did. Almost like, or I want to see, like, current Well, movement. I think that's what's going to happen next. It's like, because remember when, when we had watched it, they had just been saying that they're going to reopen the cases, but it's a lot of cases that they yeah. have to go through. I'm hoping that they... It's a lot of material, like, stuff. And can you I... even trust that stuff because of how it was stored back then? I know. But See, I mean that, that just this shit is like my brother. But I father. mean that that happened around the same time that the Golden State stuff was happening. So yep, just on the other side of the country. There's hope, guys. I we know. just need that one obsessive person. See, that's all we need is one obsessive. Per- don't don't not us because I, I don't. I need to pay my bills. 
perfect. I know that sounds awful. Well, that's why people become investigative journalists and true crime writers. Yo, whenever I was watching Athlete A and those journalists were just there and they were just like picking and picking and picking and picking, I was like, oh my God, I could see myself losing my entire life to this. Like, all of a sudden, Sharp Objects Mm -hmm. on HBO made so much sense. Yeah. Because she's an investigative journalist and she is like a fucking drunk and gets lost in her shit. And I'm just like, why is she like that? And now I'm like, oh my God. I can see it. That's addictive. And it sucks because it, that would make you think like, oh, I want to become a detective. But then when you become a detective, you're like, oh, here's 30 murders. Solve them all right now. Like, And then you have politics and all that shit. So, But if you're obsessing over one case, you can dedicate so much time to it. And I wish that we had the funds and bodies for shit like that like if we can assign one case to what like one person per case but it's just like it's so unrealistic because does that mean we should become private detectives and create our own agency no yes no yes oh my god no oh my god man yeah wham we would oh (laughs) we would end up in a cabin in the woods by ourselves yes i would love that I know you would. Sorry. It would mean no Chewy, no kiddos, no Scribe. The Scribe can help. Fuck, he, he could help. I know. He's a Scribe. Of course he can help. Yeah. And we need Daniela, so we'll just get a commune to not together. You just want to live in the woods with the family solving murder mysteries. Oh my god. That's the dream, yo. <laughs> That's what you want. That is what I want. Sherlock Manda. Like Murder, She Wrote with old, what's her face? That's me when I'm old. Oh, my God. Oh, I I could just see you with your magnifying glass. Did you write down this clue right there? It's semen. Let's take a second. Two weeks ago, we analyzed it, Manda. (laughs) And then I just get really thick in that Bostonian accent. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, I like that that vision. Um, But anyway, so... I'll be gone in the dark. You can buy the book. Or the HBO docuseries is airing on Sundays after Perry Mason. I was just going to ask you about Perry that. Perry Mason at 9, HBO doc at 10. Her Sundays are busy. Yeah. Um, speaking of awful, disgusting rapes and murders, which seems to be the theme of today's episode, Jeffrey Weinstein... Uh, nope. Whoa. Nope. I mean, yeah, two together. Jeffrey but. Epstein's disgusting girlfriend... Got arrested. arrested in New Hampshire, of all places. What the fuck was she doing there? We're a nice little state. Leave us alone. I don't know, y'all. You're all just fucked up over We're there. We're just a bunch of hillbillies who like our alone time. <laughs> and have really good shopping malls. I guess. I No sales tax. Yeah. Um, yeah, she yeah, got caught up there. Just like a few days ago. I know. I was like, oh my god, they finally... Well, guess How who's gonna she... die next? I know. Suspiciously well, in jail. But ain't that the shit? Like, what if your significant other is doing all this shit and you just say nothing? It's not that she wasn't saying anything. It's she was full-on participating. No, I know, but it's like, how could you? Because they're two sick, twisted minds. The same way that you and the scribe fi- find comfort in books and docuseries, they were finding comfort in... Diddling little girls? That's <laughs> disgusting. Listen, I know everybody has their... <laughs> hobbies and interests but that's a fucking line do you know that pedophiles are trying to make that like a a sexual orientation no 
No. They were trying no. to do that. No. They were trying to do... And I was scared because of the shit that us as Americans have been through lately and the shit that we've let go and accepted. I was like, oh my God, please don't tell me we're this dumb. Oh, we Jesus, are, it didn't, but not that dumb. It didn't I, pass. I would no. hope because I, I would hope that enough people would create an outcry from that. I mean, Black Lives Matter and still. That's true. I'm just like, I'm done with America at this point. <laughs> like, I can't. But I also, like, where are we going to go? Like, every country has its thing. It's just... I guess this is ours. Do you want to move to Canada with me? No, because they're not nice up there either. They're not? No, they don't like us. Is it because it's cold we and there's asked, polar bears? I... No, I, I'll, I'll go to Alaska. I know that's part of the U.S., but it's a very... It's a high domestic violence rate, high crime rate up there. <sighs> Because there's nothing to do. I've always wanted to go to, like, Colorado. Mm. And then I just saw on, on Facebook a clip of, like, this officer that was trespassing. And the, the owner of the building was like, you need to get out of here. And the officer went at him with a gun. And that took place in Colorado. And Colorado's, like, one of the top five states where police violence on civilians is highest. So, like, they had shot... 300 and somewhat people and 180 of those were fatal. The fuck? Yeah, I was like, well, I clearly smoking the wrong strain of pot. Fuck. Mm. And I thought, and Colorado was so pretty. I know, but that just goes to show that just because it's beautiful. Yeah. You still have uh, some shitty things going on. Very beauty and the beast type of thing. Mm. We can't go nowhere. I'm just going to stay where I am. Maybe not in the city, but like New England. In the woods. In the woods. Where no one can fuck with you. And you have every right to pull a shotgun on them. Good point. Oh, this I is a depressing episode. I know. But anyway, there's some good things to watch, so. Well, her thing. Den of Thieves, I mean, to watch out your own. And Warrior Nun. Watch it. Too. Oh, I can't wait for that! That looks so good. Fuck's given? None. Spelt N U N. Period. They're going to start again, so we're, we're going to exit. Yeah. Yes, thank you. We love you. I hope y'all had a good 4th of July. And you didn't blow yourselves up. I don't want to stitch. Not that I'm stitching anybody up, but... Keep these intact. Yeah, leave Just it to the professionals. Stupid. Yeah, don't be stupid. <laughs> we're talking at the same time. <laughs> be nice! <laughs> oh, God. Don't be a douchebag! She said. I Goodbye. <laughs>